I'm Colin Smith. And I'm Seth Umbriaco. Today we're going to be talking about Teddy Roosevelt and um, whether or not he was a good president. Uh, so we'll start out with uh, just some information about the time period, if you want to start with that, Seth. I would love to. Uh, so it, it was in the general uh, in 1900 to 1910, uh, where the Wright brothers uh, first uh, had, or made the first plane flight. Uh, and then one, uh, the great train robbery movie, uh, played, and the most political thing that was really happening at the time was, uh, Japan uh, defeated Russia, in the Russo-Japanese War, or war, in nineteen oh five. Um, not not I guess big moment for them. Um, Probably yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, then. One the big uproars in the states was uh, Upton Sinclair publishes *The Jungle*, a novel that highlighted the poor and exploited lives of working immigrants in the U.S. cities. And that that is an issue that um kind of ties into some legislation, and it is something that Theodore Roosevelt uh, was kind of concerned with during his presidency. So it's a it's a good little um, cultural parallel for the time mm-hmm. period there. Yeah. Um, and kind of like the bit last major thing, uh, was the Ford introduced the Model T automobile in 1908. Yeah, so I think some of the kind of takeaway from this is that it was, um, it was a very progressive uh, mm-hmm. era, and there was, a, there were a lot of technological and kind of cultural advancements made. Yeah. Um, especially in the U.S. as we were kind of coming out of the, I, I, coming out of the 1800s, you know, it was the the turn of the century and just a, a lot of new new technology a lot of progression a lot of progression and that also again kind of ties into Theodore Roosevelt was a very progressive Republican uh, at the time yeah definitely that you're right about that um the life story of Roosevelt um he was a sick child he had to stay home most of the time do a lot of his learnings at home but that never really prevent him from going outside, trying to gain a better knowledge of the outdoors and everything, you know? Yep. And uh, speaking of sick, the 2021 Line Sick Day will be your go-to free ride all-mountain beast. Uh, the ski is available in waist widths of 88, 94, and 104 millimeters. The Line Sick Day excels for anyone in any conditions. Line skis, skiing the wrong way since 1995. Nice, very good. Yeah. Uh, going off of that, <laughs> he, you know, he kind of lived an average life. I mean, he lived in a fairly rich family, which is pretty decent for him. He beats other presidents with uh, living conditions. A lot of others didn't have the expense to do whatever they really wanted to do. Yeah, he he grew up in New York, in in that uh, wealthy family that presented a lot of opportunities for him. Um, sadly, uh, one day, his wife and mother died at, like, the same exact time, essentially. His mother, uh, I'm forgetting what his mother died of, uh, and his wife died of kidney failure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was a very rough time for him, saying that this is the, like, end of my life, essentially. 
Yeah, and that kind of led to him uh, moving out into the Dakotas. He moved out west and started his own um, his own ranch uh, and kind of learned how to how to survive uh, in the wilderness and fend for himself a little bit. He he left the city um, and then sort of once he kind of came to terms with uh, his grief a little bit and once um, his cattle herd got wiped out by a blizzard um, in a harsh winter, he came back to New York and that is when he re-entered um, politics. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about the political things was people had very mixed opinions about Theodore Roosevelt yeah. saying that his his They're... um first political endeavor in New York is he actually ran for the mayor of New York mm-hmm. and lost that election. Yeah. But he even wrote himself, even though I lost, I still won. And that election, uh, again, even though he did not win uh, the seat as the mayor of New York, it gave him a lot of recognition as a Republican candidate and sort of launched his political career forward. Yeah, exactly. And... The, he was, I don't know how this like whole thing fully went out exactly, but their goal was not to give Theodore Roosevelt power. Yeah, so kind of like we uh, mentioned earlier with Theodore Roosevelt being very progressive and it being a very, um, a lot of change happening during that time period in America, a lot of the more um, like old fashioned Republicans at the time were not a fan of Theodore Roosevelt's kind of radical um and slightly different uh, viewpoints than a lot of the other Republican Party members. Uh, so yeah, they tried not to give him a lot of power. And Seth, you can kind of elaborate on that. Yeah, uh, quote unquote, they called him the damn cowboy. Uh, and what they did was they gave him the vice president. Because be- yeah, they felt that, that would not give him a lot of power. He, they felt like, hey, president's gonna be alive. He's going to take control. Theodore's just going to be there for the ride. Well, six months after uh, McKinley's uh, march, uh, 1901 inauguration, the president was assassinated and Theodore Roosevelt became the 26th president of Mm -hmm. the United States. And just something a little bit interesting at that, just kind of a little fun fact, is uh, Theodore Roosevelt is actually the youngest person to become president of the United States. He's not the youngest president to be elected. However, he is the youngest person to become president, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a little interesting fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, during his presidency is when uh, obviously Theodore Roosevelt really became uh, like powerful and famous. He was a Republican, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. And one of the highlights, uh, kind of one of his m- most important uh, features of his presidency was the square deal domestic policy he had. And this, again, kind of ties into that book we mentioned earlier, um, The Jungle, which talked about poor working conditions. So Theodore Roosevelt's square deal policy, what that meant, what he basically meant by that is that every American citizen deserves a fair chance and uh, sort of equal rights and some power to support themselves against mm-hmm. the larger corporations and companies that were, uh, had like these poor labor conditions. So Theodore Roosevelt did a lot of um, antitrust work to uh, break down trusts, and he also worked with a lot of unions, uh, like and like the muckrackers, in order to um, 
again, establish that square deal for all the American people. Yeah. Um, another thing that he was able to achieve was conservation to him with his uh, time in the wildlife was very important to him. And he was the person to establish uh, the Forest Service. 150 national forests, 51 federal bird reserves, 4 game preservatives, 5 national parks, and 18 national monuments. And it's funny to think of it today. If he was not to do that, uh, how much the world would have been different, how little force we'd actually have left, or just how much more buildings grow. Yeah, so that legislation, um, Theodore Roosevelt with that actually preserved uh, over 230 million acres of land. And again, uh, he's not the president who has uh, necessarily saved the most land, but that was kind of an unprecedented... Um, it was a very new thing for that to be at the forefront. One of the like primary concerns of his uh, presidency. It was not something that was mm-hmm. a huge deal. Again, especially, can, again, planes were becoming a thing. Cars were becoming a thing. This was a very industrial time uh, during our American Industrial Revolution. So it was kind of a big deal and a big change that uh, Teddy Roosevelt yeah. did all that conservation. Yeah. And uh, Theodore Roosevelt's uh, foreign policy... Which kind of, uh, in my opinion, is the one of the bigger like scars on his presidency, I guess you could say. Uh, he called it the big stick foreign policy. One of his famous quotes is, walk softly with the big stick. And um, he, he essentially just had a very aggressive foreign policy. He um, ceded the Philippines, Guam, and Puerto Rico as like American territories. And he was... Uh, did the Panama Canal. He was the kind of the president that led that, which was basically to create a a canal through Central America from the Pacific to the Atlantic Ocean to create um, a way for boats to go through for trade. Um, Which, again, kind of tying into that, he during that, the construction of the canal, he was the first president to leave America during his office. That is true, yeah. So, Um, yeah, first time any president actually gone out of the country just for something that like the Panama Canal. Yeah, and I think that that was kind of that's an important step to make because you know we even see now with uh, like Donald Trump meeting with Putin or Kim Jong Un or just any other leaders from around the world, it's become. And again, not not just Donald Trump, but Obama and many of our presidents Mm -hmm. uh, since then. It's been an important thing, whether for diplomatic reasons or or whatever it may be, leaving the country and kind of having those relations with uh, places outside of America is a little bit of an important thing. Now, whether you made those relations correct or not, can't be like 100% sure, but... Yeah, and I I think... um, how he did this I think that really just depends on your personal political beliefs yeah exactly but I, I do think uh, kind of acknowledging you know at least acknowledging that he took that step whether or not what he did with it is what you personally agree with uh, taking that step is kind of a big thing and yeah, I think an sure. important accomplishment to highlight for our president I, I think one, another big subject that we can touch on 
uh, was the fact that he was shot in the chest, but he still delivered a 90-minute speech. Like, could have been a possible a second uh, assassination with the presidency with in a row. I mean, Kinley and then Roosevelt, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just... And the man still persevered through the gunshot. Again, definitely uh, both the, the physical, you know, uh, Theodore Roosevelt was a very, um, a very strong and uh, active man. He did a lot of, he was a very avid outdoorsman and he was very fit. He was a war hero. He served in the Spanish-American War, a war and just him showing that strength uh, to our American people and not showing fear even after he was shot. And still delivering a speech again. You know, it was somewhat lucky that he didn't die, but it also had to do with him just being a fit, strong person and having that um, that strength. And it really was kind of just a. It's a famous moment that uh, a lot of people feel kind of represent uh, like the strength that we we have as a country. Yeah. And it's just kind of a good. It was a good message for Theodore Roosevelt to send. And it did. It helped him a lot uh, with his publicity. Yeah. Um. So. Um, I guess the question is, was he, with all that we talked about, does it sum him up to be a good president? Yeah, and uh, I, th- I think me and Seth are both in agreement that the uh, Roosevelt was a great president, regardless mm-hmm. of, um, regardless of your beliefs. Uh, if you try to view it as objectively as you can, he was very effective in his policy. He got a lot done, and yeah. he he drove forward um, kind of some new precedents and kind of created a new um, standard for for presidents in America. And he is often considered by political scientists to be among the top five presidents of all time. Uh, he was well liked, yeah. Again, I think the only real um, scar on his presidency was was some of his domestic policy, because we there really isn't a lot um, that supports us gaining much from some of the territories that he ceded and stuff. And I, I personally think that that aggression was somewhat unwarranted. Uh, but I, I think other than that, it's hard. It's hard to debate with the conservation and the mm-hmm. focus on rights for workers and just the the strength and the the um confidence that Theodore Roosevelt brought to our country. Yeah. And kind of to go off of what Collins was saying about how he was like one of the top five presidents. I think when he was in presidency, it was a, probably one of the most progressive times the US had for a very long time or if ever. Yeah, I think there is a very noticeable before Teddy Roosevelt and after Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. uh, period, both kind of with our country as it was, as we had that big cultural and technological shift, as well yeah. as with our presidents, with all of the new, um, you know, kind of the new norms that Theodore Roosevelt set. Because he really, he really was a very um, genuine and unapologetic person in the way that he wanted things and the way he did things, yeah. which I think is admirable. And it, it was popular during the time. So, yeah. I think uh, I think that's that. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Seth and Colin. We're out.